Good morning. Welcome to Daily Exhortations. Today we're going to be continuing in Genesis chapter number 17. Uh, this, if you remember from yesterday, we talked about how God changed Abram's name to Abraham and he reiterated the promises that he had made to him to make a great nation out of him, that kings would come out of him. And uh, as we continue on with this promise, it says in verse number 17, Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old? And shall Sarah that is ninety years old bear? And Abraham said unto God, O oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him, and will make him fruitful, and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time in the next year. And he left off talking with him, and God went up from Abraham. And Abraham took his Ishmael his son, and all that were born in his house, and all that were bought with his money, and every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the selfsame day, as God had said unto him. And Abraham was ninety years old and nine when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael his son was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. In the selfsame day was Abraham circumcised and Ishmael, and all the men of the house, born in the house and brought, bought with money of the stranger, were circumcised with him. And then if we scroll down just a little bit to the next chapter, we, we see three men, uh, mo most likely the two angels that went to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, and then the Lord himself, as, God, as Abraham addresses one of them as my Lord. And God comes and reiterates this promise that Sarah is going to have a child. In verse number 9 of chapter 18, it says, And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent of the door, which was behind him. Now Abram and Sarah were old and well stricken in years, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And the Lord said unto Abram, Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child when I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? And at the time appointed, I will return unto, that, unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but thou didst laugh. Okay, uh, <clears throat> We'll probably cover that text in a little bit more detail or from a different angle uh, on Monday. But just here, looking at the response of Abraham and Sarah, technically both of them have this response when they are told that Sarah is going to have a child in, in chapter 17 says, then Abraham fell on his face and laughed, you know, he laughed as well. And then Sarah, Sarah's response is that she, she laughs when she hears it within the tent. And when God confronts her and says, why did you laugh? She says, I didn't laugh. It wasn't me. And he says, no, you did laugh. Okay. And she can't deny it. But 
sometimes when God comes to us and he tells us something that's totally impossible, I think we respond with incredulity. We can't believe it. We, we, we can't understand it. And, uh, and in this text, God specifically asked Sarah, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything that's impossible for him to do? And, um, <clears throat> and I just think of, uh, recently I've preached about different, uh, impossible situations that we face that, that we can pray about. Uh, I was thinking uh, the message was from Acts chapter number 13, no, 12. I think it was Acts chapter number 12 where, uh, James has been killed and Peter's been arrested. And it seems like an impossible situation because Peter's arrested. He's locked inside, deep inside a prison behind multiple walls, behind multiple gates. And then Herod has assigned multiple groups of soldiers to guard him, two to be chained to him and two to stand outside front of the door. And it seems like there is no hope that Peter's getting out of this prison. And yet the church prays. They pray for something that's impossible. And God does it. God rescues Peter. And it was more than they could have even hoped for. In fact, they, when they hear that uh, from Rhoda that Peter is standing at the door, their first response is to assume it's a ghost. That it's not really Peter at the, at the door. Because they just can't fully believe that this would even be possible. Same thing I think is going on with Abraham and Sarah. They They laugh. They... There's a little bit of a doubt right when they first hear it. And yet when we get to Hebrews, we see that Sarah is said to have had faith. By faith she conceived and bare Isaac, right? Um, so maybe between the moment of laughing and the moment of God saying, no, you did laugh, it's going to happen. She, she had faith. She trusted God that God could do this, you know. But uh, I, think, I think at times we can slip into this idea of doubting God in the hard things or what seems to be the impossible things. And in our heart, we laugh, which in a way is scoffing at what the Lord said he could do. And this text reminds us that nothing is impossible with God. I think of a circumstance I heard recently of a situation where um, somebody has been hoping for something for quite some time. And it didn't seem like that was ever going to be possible. And then boom, there it is, you know, and God can do what seems impossible. And this should be an encouragement to us, but we should analyze and understand our responses when we're confronted with situations like this. And don't doubt, just trust. Have a great day. God bless.